Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. It's Marsh! Erling Haaland to Leeds United is a done deal and even referees are apologising. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Tuesday the 1st. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Vidushina Hantaraja. What a pro you are, Vatishan. Thank you. Um, I was just thinking there for a headline... Mm. Um, because I've not really seen Jesse Marsh stand up. Yeah, but he might want to sit down on a bucket like Bielsa did. Yeah, so Bielsa's got strong thighs. Yes, and so if Marsh did that, he'd, it'd be the thighs of March, <laughs> like the Ides of March. Ides of March. I mean, Ides of March is from thighs to Ides. Yeah, I thought it's also so not today, is it? Leap. It's not the f- is it or is no. it? No, oh, but it's God, coming, isn't it? My but then, but then, like, but, well, sorry, Tan, did Sir? I'll tell you, Sir David's day. Well, shh, forget now. Excuse me, Sir David's day. Did you say David's day today? Do we send Habas today? Is Pancake Day. It is. I'm being yeah. disappointed. We haven't. Let's build some egg puns in later. We will do that, no doubt. Pancake uh, syrup. I'm just sorry. I'm just trying to <laughs> yeah, get I'm on just all yeah, the yeah. words in my head yeah. for later. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well we'll, well, we'll look forward to that. Jack Lemon, who's an actor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Aaron Lemon. Uh, Thank you. Better. Pinch. Yeah. Punch. Manchester Citrus. 
Sorry, they're going to get worse. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> Someone sent in crap Guardiola. No, why? That's annoying. Why didn't I do that Come one? On. It is quite good. Finch punch, first of the month, everybody. Mm. But it's still the same old FIFA. They've changed their stance, PTD, mm. after you talked some sense into them, I yeah. think was what happened uh, yesterday. Um, after deciding that Russia could could play. Could mm. play in football tournaments yep. as long as they didn't sing their songs or wear their snazzy kits. Um, it seems as though in further conversation with the IOC, they decided that, that that might not be the correct way to go. There was also intervention or you know, the Ukrainian Federation spoke to them and said, amongst other people, that they would not be playing in any games in which Russia mm. featured. I thought that the statement that they then put out last night was pretty interesting or yesterday afternoon. Following the initial decisions adopted by the FIFA Council and the UEFA Executive Committee, following the initial decision. So the point is, Vish and Pete, they knew all along they were doing the wrong thing. They just yeah. needed a bit of time. Yeah, that's right. Maybe it's a bit like my, I did the bad pun at the start because I'm like, right, you know, that, Building I, up. I can do it again. Yeah. yeah and no one else. Iterate to, to better. That. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so, so odd that um, having already liaised with the IOC about this issue and the IC having you know done what they've done with the Russian Olympic Committee and know it means fuck all mm. for them to then suggest this is that well we did this and almost FIFA and UEFA went well, brilliant we'll do that and it's like well no no it didn't work <laughs> it, it doesn't it continues not to work and yeah. also you could argue that declaring war on your neighbours mm. is even worse than doping it is mm. yeah exactly which is all the more yeah it's it's just remarkable really and I think what what we the good thing that's come or the, I suppose the reason we are in this situation now is that federations um football federations in particular took a stance against this like mm-hmm. and you know there was no muddied waters on their part they're like we're yeah. just not going to play them mm. and other federations have come in so and which is why they've had to make this decision mm-hmm. yeah. and so and the decision is now that fifa and uefa together they've come together they've united mm. they literally work across the road from each other yeah. <laughs> and they've, they've they've said that they have suspended now all russian clubs and national teams from all competitions mm. so what that means is uh the women's team were due to play in or they'd qualified for euro 2022 uh, they were playing against due to play against Switzerland. That is that sh- would have been on the 9th of July, so that shouldn't be happening. Mm. Uh, Russia's men were supposed to be playing in the World Cup playoff matches, so they were in the semi-final to that. They were due to play Poland. That's not going to be happening. Spartak Moscow have been kicked out of the Europa League, although actually Leipzig said they weren't going to play them anyway uh, as well. So mm. Mm. Um, that's what that's where we are now. Uh, it was slow. It was laboured. It's the right decision, Pete. Yeah, and I think during the the middle of last uh, yesterday's show, um, that I mean, we obviously dedicated a fair bit of it to to, to this subject and, and the uh, nascent decision uh, that, that they made yesterday, FIFA and uh, UEFA. Um, I was sort of thinking, God, I I cannot remember for obvious reasons. I was quite young how the Yugoslavia uh, con con um, uh, conflict was uh, was dealt with, uh, and I and I sort of thought I really should have researched that. And I must admit, today I've also not researched it, so I don't actually know. How, I'm, I'm fairly certain that uh, the, the, the World um, Football Federation has tried to get things played. I understand why they they, they would do that, but fundamentally. Uh, this is unprecedented times, and um, they've they've finally done uh, the right decision after some cajoling from from the uh, from the regional uh, powers, so to speak. So it's uh, yeah, it, we knew we kind of knew this would happen because FIFA and UEFA just don't have any options because the clubs have basically said teams have basically said they're not playing them. So it's um, yeah, 
You, you touched on it brilliantly yesterday, I thought, Pete, where they have been, football as a whole, and you, you know, you even mentioned yesterday, and I agree with you that like, I suppose we're all complicit in this, but football as a whole has you know, gone on and, and pandered to not just Russia, but other, you know, other organisations, other regimes, and we're in a situation now where just because you are compromised doesn't mean you can't do the right thing. Mm. Yeah. And it's... I mean, it's. It, I'm, I'm trying to find the right right word here. That it's. Um, it, it's not good and it's not nice, but it is right. And and the gravy train is over for the people who work in in, in these industries. The, you have to sort of go. Look, you've had a nice time. You've taken a lot of money from a lot of terrible powers uh, to exert their own soft power around the world, and it it ends here. It has to because um, you are you've been exposed, unfortunately, and, yeah. and the game has been exposed. So hopefully. Um, and I don't necessarily have a lot of uh, conviction in my courage or courage in my conviction here. Uh, hopefully, this is a, is a turning point for football. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, 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 I don't know where this goes from here. Yeah, the statements went on to say uh, both presidents hope that the situation in Ukraine will improve significantly. As, yeah, we all do, mate. As I mean, it's just pretty, yeah. still quite, that, that's quite that, weak, isn't it? That does not, I, I almost, with these statements, they don't need to put that in. Yeah. I, 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 just, I just, just take it as read. We don't like fucking dead people. Like, just, just take it as right. It's ridiculous that we have to sort of get through the permafrost of this, of this the really obvious sentiment. Of course, that's the situation. Just give us, just change. We don't need the, 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 the tokenism. We don't need the statements. Just fucking change. It's boring. It's like, we don't need to, you know, they've finally reached a conclusion that we should be against war. I'm yeah, not sure the I mean, mealy mouth we, we, nation yeah. of it and nature of it needs to be expressed. Look, we've, we've, we've been talking about it as well. We are very concerned. Yeah. 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 And just, oh, stop. Yeah. Oh. But the thing is, you know, I'm sure everyone's seen the, the footage of uh, Gianni Infantino. And of course, it's not been so long having a lovely time with Putin. It's not been so long, as have many world leaders, as have many... Um, you know, famous faces from the world mm. of football generally, because it hasn't been very long since we were enjoying a World Cup in Russia. We, co- we in covered it. We covered it, and 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 we were uh, before the before the, uh, the the tournament. Again, I think uh, you know, I, I don't know whether we touched on it yesterday, but that kind of anti-Slavic kind of the the image of violent football fans and all that stuff. That going into the tournament, we sort of thought, well, this is how it's going to sort of uh, uh, pan out. It's going to be a terrible tournament beset with all this hooliganism. Um, and uh, for, for outside factors, uh, probably namely Putin's uh, hard line on any of that caper during the tournament, mm. there wasn't quite so much of it. Um, yeah, but that, and- I mean, which is good predominantly, you know, good not to have people being hooligans, but that was a major part of the PR push. Yeah, from, exactly. From exactly. So, so it's all so it's so it's all a bit bit of a mess. But we covered it. You know, we we sort of said what a great tournament. Yeah. We really enjoyed that. We 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 went in expecting one thing, and we got something completely different. And mm. and and it's all tied up with that kind of anti-Slavic, anti-Russian kind of uh, feeling. And uh, and 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 we 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 gave the tournament, and in turn gave the Kremlin props for for for, for putting on uh, such a tournament. So look, we're culpable, but it's the only game in town. This is what we cover. It's it's difficult. We do, we didn't give Russia the World Cup. We don't give. Uh, we we we're not going to give uh, this this year's World Cup where it's being given. We we can't we can't change that. So it's it's increasingly difficult for us to cover a product that is compromised. And we said that yesterday. Do you think? And I'm asking you this, Kate, because I feel like you've you've just got a good barometer on this kind of stuff. Do you think this is? 
a bit of a line in the sand moment for football. One that's still pretty far. We shouldn't be this far into the beach, as it were. <laughs> um, I just I thought of sand. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but do you feel like because of how so many people within football have, particularly with Russian money, and I suppose I'm talking about Chelsea, but obviously not specifically Chelsea when you look at you know how certain other clubs are propped up as well in this country. Um, but do you think there'll be a bit more scrutiny, I suppose, on where money comes from in the future? Because we we are in like the worst end game here. Right. Mm. I just, I mean, I'd like to say that I did think that, Vish. But the, I suppose, and it's it's good that the money situation is being, you know, looked into and our Prime Minister is having to finally make some kind of claims of, of what's going to happen, but these two, or what what's going to be analysed? But these two, you know, London grad, this this yeah. capital city has been used as a, a place for people to um, certainly store their their money, uh, yeah. and and I don't know that the fact that Russia has declared war on one of its neighbours, it's a pretty late moment in the day to say oh look guys you've gone a bit far it's like I saw uh, Musa Konga was saying on Twitter or, or somewhere like the idea of a cold take yeah like only speaking up against something when it's just become so absurd that mm. to say to be negative about it is is just like there's no danger in that there's no no one's going to be like oh you should you know you should really be supporting this this war I suppose the benefit is that yes the idea of football being united that that is a that is progress. I don't even. I don't even mean that. I. I just mean like fundamentally. It feels like the game is in a situation now where it has to start again with a lot of this stuff. Mm. And that that is very very low down on the list of priorities right now. Yeah, for sure. But it, it's it's kind of like you know you think back to things like the fit and proper test and the fit and proper persons test, and it's almost like even with even without even changing the legislation if you can go into that meeting and deal with some of the people that you've dealt with in the past and if you can have that do over and sit there and even with even with the previous rulings not have your conscience thinking jesus christ like what's going to you know what what have we done with ourselves then yeah, I, I mean that, that's kind of as I said, it, it's so so low that it's not even important actually. But obviously, we're we're in this room we're, to talk about like it. Like Pete but, yeah, says, yeah, yeah, you know, we're here to talk. You know, and um, talked into Five Live earlier uh, or last night, and was those shows are like general politics shows and f following the progress of um, of the war in Ukraine. And uh, the hosts were saying, uh, Colin Murray, he was like, well, you know, we've got to let's just do a quick bit on sport, but you know, this is so relevant, and of course, it is. It's so relevant in the context of the great scheme of this. Mm. But Putin has used sports, sports, sports washing to its greatest possible extent, and there's lots of you know the situation in Crimea, the idea that the kind of the the swell of feeling of positive feeling in that moment within Russia was one of the elements that meant that what went on in Crimea was kind of yeah. played down, and people were much more comfortable with it. You know, because the reason people get these big uh, sporting events is is to is to improve the mood effectively of the people in the country. I'm sure there's lots of caveats to that. For example, in Rio, where you know too much money was spent when it could have been spent on other South stuff. South Africa, yeah, yeah. South Africa, yeah. of course. But that theoretically is, yeah. is the psychology of it. That's that's the benefit that is created. Um, I but, didn't know you were like, do you have other radio friends? <laughs> <laughs> not having this. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, you know. Who is, so, this, who is this Murray lad? Spread I, better. Do I know I, his father? When I, <laughs> I think to answer your question properly, I think two of the key 
elements here would be UEFA announcing that it's ended its sponsorship with with Gazprom. Um, that was fifty million dollars a year. I think that is significant because any step that is actually like a, a step that deprives them of money. And in the past, we perhaps wouldn't have expected people to do that. The other interesting point is what's happening with Alisher Usmanov because he has been sanctioned now by the EU. What is mm. what is England going to do? So his company, USM Holdings, is behind several of Everton's sponsorship deals. He's heavily connected uh, within Everton and with Fahad Mashiri. So it'll be interesting to see what happens after that. And, and also the idea of sanctions generally, you guys. I don't, um, you know, in the context of Chelsea... What if sanctions? What do sanctions mean? Like this is a new stage in in English law, as I understand. Yes, yeah. And the point is, sanctions should mean that you couldn't operate um, really as a business in England, and that is, I think, what Roman Abramovich is trying to do in trying to separate himself from um, Chelsea without taking any actual credible steps to separate himself from Chelsea. But um, Theoretically, sanctions should mean that you can't operate as a business. But as we said, I think probably yesterday, no one really wants Chelsea to go out of business. Mm, yeah. Mm. It'd be quite jokes, though, if Emma Hayes, as one of the trustees, was like, we play at Stanford Bridge now. <laughs> <laughs> Suck on that. Yeah. <laughs> Take it from here. So, yeah, again, you know, it goes, with, it goes without saying that with, like you said, Pete, yesterday, you know, we, we have a laugh and a joke in here. We try and we, we've got a bit of a wry look at what's gone on with FIFA and UEFA over the years amongst other governing football's governing bodies. But of course, we, we're kind we of running just... out of angles for side eye glances, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, of course, really? we There's are. Not enough... We're going to have to turn ourselves upside down. Yes. We're gonna... Does anyone yeah. like an upside down look at <laughs> current affairs? We're going to we're gonna go on and now talk about Jesse Marsh coming in as Leeds United boss. But, you know, it goes without saying that we're, we're following as much as we can, what's going on in Ukraine. And, and we all find it absolutely devastating. And uh, yeah, so we come in here and, and try and provide a tiny bit of uh, hopefully entertaining respite from the wall-to-wall misery. Um, on we go, on I we guess. Go. But yeah. now we're going to move on to basically the killing of the Premier League's Barney the Dinosaur. Oh, well. <laughs> I'd, I'd say Bielsa, is, is that he turned into that kind of figure, didn't he? I think that's a very disrespectful take. Barney the he was quite a pure figure. One Barney. of the great, one of the great intellectual no, not, he's not, no, titans no, no. of football. No, Barney isn't like lovable. Not that he's he is a dinosaur. I mean, a literal dinosaur, not um, a figurative. <laughs> you're saying <laughs> that he's lovable. You said he's lovable and pure. Do you not remember when he had like sunglasses on playing that guitar in the uh, in the titles? Like that's pretty rock and roll for me. Yeah, so I wouldn't but, say he's pure. Are you saying rock and roll isn't pure? Yeah, I'm saying that his his I'm saying that he's saying that he's this innocent kind of like lovable creature. He's got an edge to him. Plays yeah. the guitar. I mean, if you if you grew up in the celebrity culture of the eighties, you're gonna have to you're, you're gonna, gonna indulge pressure. in the in the guitar, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or doing a key as they call it. Is that what they call it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Oh, um, keyhole. Get it. Go on. Uh Jesse but Ralph Rangnick Acolyte. Jesse Marsh is coming in. I think yeah. all, the, I love the way that it's, I, and I know there is well, something. Well, it's all part of the old RB. Yeah, setup, yeah, but it's yeah. it's like we're just all picking from the same family tree. <laughs> <laughs> Very incestuous. Uh, becomes just a second American after Bob Bradley to manage in the Premier League. Leeds chairman Andre Razzani said yesterday that he could see something was broken under Bielsa, Pete. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the, all them goals flying in the net was probably the first clue, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. He has to tighten up the defence and he has to do it very, very quickly indeed. Uh, hoping against hope that he'll get some uh, reinforcements uh, off the treatment table. But there's players like, you know, if you're if you're under the cosh and you're a new manager and you're going to be basically just asking every player to work that a little bit harder... Mm. The, the main problem with the lead side were players like Rafinha being unable to defend, <laughs> not wanting to, and going, oh, can I go and play for Real Madrid, please? <laughs> and so it's like, I, I do wonder, if, if Bielsa can't get that last drop out of their players, um, I don't think a new manager's going to do it, but they, they, they need something and they need something quickly. If you're interested in this stuff, there's a good, he, there's a really good article that he wrote about his uh, kind of coaching principles on the coach's mm. voice right. website. Where he's that is a, good, yeah. He's yeah. on about his um, his principles. I was trying to, I'm just trying to dig out his, uh, he's got some sort of acronym that he uses and it's all about being all together and mm. pressing hard and that. Oh, he's not one of those managers who likes picking people apart. <laughs> that sort of shit. <laughs> 11 I individuals. It, I found it incredibly inspiring when I read it, which I think in some ways is like is is management, isn't it? Like in the moment, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this exactly. is the way. But I can't necessarily <laughs> capture exactly what it is. But I'm sure Andy Brussel, who is in, uh, I think tomorrow, will tell us. Yeah. Um, he, Sean Wright Phillips says he's never worked so hard under a manager. Which presumably was in MLS at the time. So <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, sh- that should be where where you kind of take it easy, to be honest, Sean. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm quite interested to see the reaction from the league squad because I don't necessarily think Sakin Bielsa was a good move, no. especially no. considering the three players in Bamford, Phillips, and Cooper that they'll probably get back in the next month or so. Mm. And so Marsh is going to benefit from those three, but I also wonder just because of all the you know all the tweets um, from players like Calvin Phillips with the video with the heart emoji all the, yeah. you know, oh. and I know and this manager has to come in and, and sort of win their hearts yeah. their hearts have bald been taken yeah but, but I wonder, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if that's if it'll be harder or easier because I don't necessarily think he needs to pitch himself as a counterpoint to Bielsa and therefore you know come in and be like oh I'm you know I'm the new dad now yeah. you know I wear Forget jeans <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> he's not turning up anytime soon I sit in chairs <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder if he. I wonder if um, the flip side of that would be that they kind of want to do it for Bielsa. They wouldn't want the idea that Bielsa got them to the position left and then they got relegated. Mm. And also, then actually, when you think about it, because Bielsa raised the standard of a lot of those players, Marsh is taking over a group of players who, like two years ago, would be nowhere near this situation, but yeah. actually do know what it is, what it takes to play in the Premier League, to do well in the Premier League. And so he's all he's almost starting with. Without a transfer window or you know any way of bringing in new players, he's he's kind of got a bit. Of the, it's it's the best that job is going to be mm. after Bielsa, I think. Mm. Um, and so yeah, I don't, I'm fascinated to see how, it's, how it turns out. Mm. Yeah, he's another one. You know, the other day Conte said he thinks Spurs are good men before being good players. He's another one, a fan of that theory. He yeah, want, he solid. Wants, he wants his guys to be. What day was Conte saying that? Because he was probably saying something wrong, something different. He the said day it before. before. He said it before they played Burnley, and then I think he thought they were dickheads. <laughs> um, his, his acronym, guys, if you're interested, is SOD. I don't know what that stands for. Maybe something in German. The S interestingly stands for sprinting, an English word, but everything else is German. Alle Gemeinsam <laughs> is the second one. All, yeah. toge- all together. Nice. There we go. Uh, yeah, so that is Jesse Marsh in at Leeds United trying to take over as the happy dad from Bionic the Dinosaur if I have um, tied those threads of thought together. And he, he may have uh, managed Erling Holland early in his career, old, um, old Marsh, but he actually says uh, one of the guys who's played in the American national team is, is his preferred player in terms of the progress he made. 
All right. Okay. So who's, are you, you going to name the American player? Or? Hell oh, he goes to a different school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Aaron That's not Hope. the one I'm most proud of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he seems to be prouder of um, Aaron Long than of Erling Haaland. Fair so, his, so his judgment is, you know, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on the influence, doesn't it? Like yeah. he probably That's doesn't true, want to oversell how yeah, much. I'm sure there's a lot of people hitching their wagons to Erling Haaland's progress. I suppose there'll I'm be a lot of big fathers. fan of the old like you know talent is one thing, but what you can do mm. as an as an, a coaching improver yeah. is probably what he's pitching there. Um, if you're interested to hear more about Jesse Marsh's journey and how he likes his teams to play, um, Andy spoke to him last year on an episode of Ramble Meets. So yeah, oh, yeah. If you just search Ramble Meets Jesse Marsh in your podcast app. You should be able to find that. But if you subscribe to Football Ramble Presents, as you should already, then you'd, you'd, have, you'd have listened to it. Yep. Maybe listen again. That's my suggestion. All right, time for a break. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Have you ever wondered what happened to all those space-age promises that previous generations thought we'd have by now? You know, heading out for the day on your own personal flying cars or working on a space hotel somewhere in the far reaches of our solar system. Where are all those amazing inventions? Well, we're here to find out more on my new podcast, Where's My Jetpack? I'm Sarah Credis, space expert, TV host and author. Join me and Luke Moore every week as we look into retrofuturistic tech that never was to decide whether it's still just science fiction or if some of these discoveries are actually a lot closer than you think. 
I think we're very close to that happening on a, an even more regular basis. And what I think is interesting about that too is that's going to make the accessibility of getting to space available for more and more people. So, if you've ever wondered whether we'll one day speak to aliens light years away, or you'll be flying to work on a jetpack, this is the podcast for you. Think of the car park in space, they need to be massive. No, the wings can fold up. Well, they don't exist. No, some of the cars um, which were designed had wings which folded up. Are you happy getting in a plane knowing the wings fold up? Yeah, I I trust engineering. Trust the science. Search Where's My Jetpack on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Where's My Jetpack is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. I too get one through, and I picked up a little Argentinian and I ended up having to take a couple of free transfers. It was one of Daniel's specials. We were trying to get a couple of players in the top of my shopping list, but they were both free transfers. You mean you made your name as a wheeler and dealer? There's not been much wheeling and dealing, you know? Fuck off. Oh, God, no! I've got a name as a fucking dealer. Don't say that. I'm a fucking football manager. Don't say that. It's a lot of disrespect on today's episode of the Football Rumble. Well, welcome back. Me, Vish and Pete in your ears. Perhaps that's why. Now it's time for some emails. Oh, why this one? I think it might be in your honour, mate. Because I laughed at the Pete one last week, isn't it? Just 10 more seconds. That's grossly incriminating. The I end like there. that, yeah. Very nice. Very enjoyable. <laughs> so yeah, I've got an email. <laughs> from you from Josh. <laughs> Shit background music and Australian five-a-side might be a thing as discussed on Monday's show. I once played a five-a-side competition here where the organiser had his phone connected to a Bluetooth speaker for music every week. Hmm. The tunes were fine, but he never put his notifications on silent. <laughs> and so he'd constantly hear his phone dinging through the speaker oh, every time he got a message. Absolute twat. Might, it might not sound like much, but trust me, a couple of well-timed dings were well and truly enough to put you off. <laughs> That was the same organiser who would fill fill in for his mate's team despite being significantly better than any player in the competition. Won the game against my team, he scored four goals in ten minutes, and after every goal he did a little dance. Absolute twat. Ah. So um I, I, I would can read a man by the way he sets his uh mobile phone notifications, I would say. Who I mean who who puts their notifications on anymore? Who puts their notifications on anymore? Do you have like um clicky sounds when you do the um no do the keypad? No. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I ha- uh. I I I have been known to tell Hmm. Should I expose myself as this kind of person? Well, you probably already. Well, know you who I you am. do have you do have very. Can I speak I'm... to the manager? Energy. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, you do a bit. So where's it? Oh, no. So you tell people off on the train when they have their keypad noise on. Do I really have that energy? Yeah, oh, no you do. A bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sad to hear that. I feel like I'm a person who would just level with you. You, I wouldn't need to speak. That's to That's kind manager. of it, isn't it? Be like, yeah. can we talk about this 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 issue that we've had? When was the last time you told someone to turn their keypad noise off? And I, where was it? I've stopped. I, I it, was it in the alcohol? <laughs> I haven't done it recently. Oh, I haven't done it recently. I I do it you do it regularly? I have done it. I have My done it. God, I have yeah. nearly been picked a fight on in a, in a train. <laughs> I, thought, I can't remember where we were, but on a trip, maybe Spain. And I was just chatting away to my friends about how annoying it was that someone behind me, because we were in Spain. 
You're so in I Spain. Thought, so I thought they'd be speaking Spanish. Yeah. And she was like, I'm going to crush your head. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yes. Uh, I thought it was a perfectly reasonable thing to do. Anyway, I haven't known to offer people my AirPods if oh, they right, need okay. to hear the... If they need to hear the notifications. God's sake. I, I would take that and just run away with your AirPods. Uh, hello to Mike, the Talk of Strange teacher refereeing a couple of weeks ago brought back a memory from my high school days. I was a fairly average footballer who didn't manage to get on the school team, but being football mad, I took any opportunity I could to play. The eccentric German teacher at our school, Mr. Taylor, decided to run an after-school club called German Football. It was basically the normal rules of football, but you had to speak German the whole way through the match. If you were caught speaking English at any point when the opposition team were given a free kick. <laughs> why, why was it... Sorry to interrupt Herr mm. Taylor, but why mm. Why was it not called Deutsch Fußball or whatever? That's a good point, actually. He's fallen at his own hurdle there. Yeah. yeah, good point. Uh, with everyone who attended the club just wanting to play football and not really giving a shit about improving their German skills, it was basically just a group of lads running around screaming, yeah, <laughs> if something good happened, then nine, if something bad happened. The match would be stopped every 10 minutes or so for Mr. Taylor to try his best to teach us what man on was in German. But judging by the fact I can't remember a single piece of German, it's safe to say that his efforts were wasted. I just run around shouting, Tor! <laughs> Is that goal? Is that shoot? Is that goal? Yeah. Uh, Tor. I like that. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. Well, Fraulein, because I've watched um, Inglorious Bastards recently. <laughs> and I like the way they say that. Dick, Lieber dick football. Yeah. <laughs> and you'd ask for a pass and you'd, you'd do the three in the right way. Otherwise, yeah. they would know you weren't German. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A vis- bit of a visual moment there from Vish. Yeah, you've got to do three, a signal of three with your thumb rather than the three fingers. Yeah. Because that's how they do it in Germany. Ah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Cultural expertise. You hardly need it on the continent. Um, tomorrow's Wednesday, you guys. So make sure you get your dilemmas or questions in for pep talks. Uh, share at footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble. Oh my God. What are you what? up to, Pete? What am I up to? What do you mean? You're up to something. Oh, am I up to a little bit of Pop Antonio Conte? <laughs> I think you might be. I mean, you've got the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> got nothing over here, mate. <laughs> I prefer to kill him. <laughs> it's time for a little bit of Pop Antonio Conte. A little, uh, little. Uh, we're quite late to recording this show, uh, but me and Vish were stuck in cars, our own cars. Uh, not we didn't uh, stay over or anything, but uh, we stayed. We stuck in cars. They arrived together. Everybody. We arrived together, and we were uh, we were both playing uh, a little game of Pop Antonio Conte in the car, weren't we? Sending each other WhatsApp voice messages. And yeah, stuff. it descended into film Pop Antonio Conte, and I, yeah. I, might, I might throw this out to the to the listeners to get back to me. I am a lasagna loving cat, and I also build. Uh, baseball pitch in my garden for dead people. <laughs> who, who am I? Who am I? Indeed. Uh, right. Footballramble.com. <laughs> Two footballers mashed together. You know how to play it. Guys, are you ready? Yes. Cool. Martin Foley's come up with the close of this one. Thank you, Martin. I am a Brazilian UEFA Champions League and Premier League winning striker, and I'm a Peruvian Jordi dead ball specialist. Uh, but fuck me, it's hard. Norberto Solano. Um, no. Premier League, Champions League winning striker. Brazilian. Mm-hmm. Brazilian. Yep. Premier League and Champions League winning striker. This shouldn't be I hard. I don't know the rules anymore. Oh, I don't know the rules anymore, actually. Uh, it is Roberto Firmino. Oh! Roberto Solano. I was thinking older than Roberto Firmino. <laughs> uh, right, on to the next Roberto one. Roberto Firmino. Do it again. Roberto Firmino, Nolbert uh, Solano. <laughs> yeah, 
You got to just take it one. Uh, no, that, that's, that's a good one. That's, that's, one, that's, one, that's one of the best. Fine. Very much correct. Carry on. Um, from Alan Johnson, I went from puffing a hair in the changing rooms at the Emirates to winning Syria, and I once crocked the first guy successor in my role as an ultimate shithousing French striker. Shithousing French striker, puffing a fag in the changing rooms at the Emirates. Mm-hmm. The big smoker I was thinking of is Berberton. Chesney. We'll check Chesney. Knee. What's the second one? Uh, French striker, shithouser. Olivier Giroud, not enough. Watch it, Chess Neil Marpe. I like that one, it's really good. That's good, actually. Thank yeah. you, Alan Johnson. That actually flows. Yeah, exactly. Watch it, Chess Neil Marpe. His name wasn't Alan Johnson. Second. Or was it? Or was the first one someone else? Uh, Martin Forley was the first one. Oh, okay, yeah. two different people. Yeah, two I should have got that. People. Two quite different yeah. styles of Port Antonio. So you think two different you, styles. you got into the mind of the first two person. Two flavours. Goodness. Uh, let's talk about Juanluigi uh, Buffon because he's mm. just extended his contract with Palmer until 2024. How old will he be in 2024? Pete, he will be 46. I, I just, when is he going to stop? He's not going to stop. Let him, let you self rest for crying out loud. He doesn't want to rest. Throwing yourself around. Isn't the whole point of, you know, retire, being able to retire young is to be able to, you know, enjoy the money and mm. go and do things and be active enough to go and do things. Mm. Yeah. But if you stop playing at 50, you, you won't be able to move, sure. will you? You can't enjoy anything. Because all of yeah. your hips will be just Yeah, you have to pay other people sawdust. to move your hips. Oh. Yeah. They, I think uh, Craig Bellamy said that he retired at the time he did because he just wanted he wanted to have a kick around with his kids in the garden and he like he was just damaged himself. But maybe Buffon hates his kids. <laughs> Can we discount that? That he just hates his family. We can't it's discount just... that. And I'm sure our lawyers <laughs> won't Is that actionable? There? I don't know. <laughs> It's like that tweet. Um, Prove that, it. It's like that viral tweet that always comes up every now and again. It never fails to make me laugh. But it's like, you know, people always talk about the breakdown of marriages between, you know, a husband and a wife, and maybe the kids have bad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Buffon's kids yeah, have bad vibes. Bad vibes, mate. Bad vibes. Buffon made his serial debut for Palmer in November 95. <laughs> Great, I'm glad you put it in November then. Like he was like in the late, he was, oh, but he was actually early in his school year, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> My first football matches I went to, I think, in November 95. Yeah. Even little things like how he would have had to kill time have changed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I feel like anybody who can feud so impactfully with Michael Ol- with a man like Michael Oliver is just, he just never wants it to end, does Was he? Michael Oliver born in 98? Yeah, of course he would have been. <laughs> <laughs> child running around officiating Premier League games. Child prodigy referee. Um, uh, this isn't true, but Eric Ten Hag... Um, <laughs> say, say it anyway. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the context of old old goalkeepers, um, Ajax have lost their second, first, second and fourth keeper right. uh, to injury. I've, I've got a their, solution for them then. Their CEO <laughs> is Edwin, Edwin van der Sar. Yeah, no, good question. <laughs> but their CEO is he's Edwin, 50, Edwin he's van der Sar. He's 51. First, second, fourth. You could do a job. Yeah. Who's the, why do they hate the third one? That's yeah. a bit like, you know, the thing of um, releasing sheep into like, a college and numbering them one, two and four. Right. So people spend Think time in the three. three. That's nice. <laughs> Maybe this is what it is. <laughs> I mean, for the I, third, where's the third? There isn't a third goalkeeper. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that story. That's a wonderful thing. We to should do. do that. Yeah, cracking. Is it? Could it be that in Ajax lands like number three is a 
uh, what's the word like an unlucky number oh, you know like how buildings believe in, yeah. Yeah. buildings 13, don't have yeah. a floor 13 yeah. like yes. hotels and stuff because yeah. people, people don't want to stay on the 13th floor mm. do you know in Australia or specifically Australian cricket the number 87 is bad luck oh. because it's 13 away from a century Jesus. It's absurd, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that actually is absurd. Um, a lot of time to think in cricket, isn't it? Someone who hasn't been thinking enough, possibly, is uh, former Germany and Bayern Munich winger Mario Basler. He has decided to coach his local team. Well, he hasn't, strictly speaking, decided. Uh, Turkey Guku Onersbrook, um, which is local to where he lives, is in the eighth team of German football because he said he'd do it if he lost to his mate at squash. <laughs> So there's a lack of dare. So he okay, right? If that's did, quite but good. He seems to be tied in for a year and a half. Yeah, I, mean, I think he needs to look at the way he, he that's bets. That's a big bet, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's that's been hustled there massively. <laughs> he's been hustled a year and got, a half. He's got. Hasn't he got another job as well? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I can't come into work. I've lost a bet. <laughs> Double or nothing? What the national team? What do you want to do? <laughs> Fantastic. That is incredible. Yeah. I think more deals should be done like that. Yeah. Mm. Agreed. It's good on him for keeping his word, I guess. He used to manage Wacker Berghausen, which is a very enjoyable club name. Was that a bet, another bet? As well? I've got to stop doing this. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Because <laughs> yeah, so, squash is quite a quick game. So he's just like, oh, I'm just nipping out for a, for a game. Come back. This is, I'd come back in a year and a half. Have you ever, <laughs> you play a lot of squash. Have you ever bet anything on squash? Mm. Yeah, but I always win. So. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, exactly. So, what have you got? So, like, what have you got to Do show? People warm their balls on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or they in do. your bra, or in your sports bra. Or in bra. your bra, right? Yeah. You do I mean, radio. People will know you're doing that, surely, no? Wouldn't they? What's that? What do you Depends wear? Having your tits out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine are gigantic. Um, what, what, what do you? What do you? Oh, I thought those were your nipples, Pete. Yeah, uh, the no. squash ball is. It needs to be warm in order for it to bounce. Properly. Oh yeah! When you start playing. I know people do, do rub it in their hands. Yeah, or on, yeah. On the, yeah. The sole of their. their Such a dull sport. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> You'll never get Olympic status. <laughs> do you want to play me for a bet? Yeah, if I if you win, I'll put it in the Olympics for you. <laughs> Tonight, power. Premier League and FA Cup football for you guys. In the Premier League, it's Burnley up against Leicester. That's it. 20 hundred hours and happily uh who is it who's playing at 7:15 oh yeah man city off to peterborough so that means you can watch the first half and then you can watch another half of something it's good that i like it, it when good. it's organized like so you got to be nefarious don't you because i don't think this premier league game is on tv oh shit right yeah oh, sorry what sorry what <laughs> <laughs> sorry what i just found a wav file on my desktop <laughs> Sorry, what? Oh my gosh, Fish, I thought you were having some oh, seizure. <laughs> I thought I could, I definitely thought I was just hearing my own voice. Which, which Is I, that your I internal am. monologue? I was like, all the way through this show. Sorry, what? <laughs> so rude. <laughs> <laughs> Why is I got loads. I got loads Why of them. Why have you got fish? Larvae? I don't know. I think so I had a little creepy. I had a little project Jim's on my head. Door. He's got Jim's head in his house yeah. that he printed out. Yeah. You just, you just like got little sound clips of fish. You haven't seen Squid Games, have you? <laughs> 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 I don't know. I just found them on my desktop. <laughs> I think that uh, that email jingle got me in the mood. Are you gonna make um, <laughs> a, re- a Frankenstein creation of all of us? And for my part, you've chosen. My phrases. Uh, these are your phrases. Sorry, what? <laughs> Sorry, you haven't seen what? Squid Games, have you? <laughs> That's all we got. Guys, we need to give Peterborough their due. They're about to face twenty goals from Manchester City. They've yeah. got the worst. Uh, they've got the worst defence in the Championship. It's not. It's not Poor looking great. Peterborough. Is it? My mum's not even. That's my local side. My mum's not even 
She's not even She's playing not her phone enough to go. <laughs> Actually, I think tickets were quite hard as they would be yeah. to acquire when you, when Manchester City come to town. But yeah, Peterborough have conceded 66 goals this season. They have a minus 42 goal difference, but hey. luckily the cup games don't count in the overall line. tally. Like yeah, but they do for your self-esteem, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> um... Um, hey, hopefully, uh, hopefully Scotty Carson will play in this. What do you think? That Does would he? be fun. <laughs> But it might. Well, because has... is Zach Stefan still injured? Yes, yeah. Stefan is injured. Okay. And do, do we pick Edison? No, I don't think we do. I don't think no. we do. No. Pep? Is it? Uh, is he moustached at the moment or unmoustached? I haven't seen. Know. I haven't seen his face recently. Do like his tash. Actually, um, if you consider so, Edison's the number one. Stefan's the number two. Mm. Carson is very much the number, number four. four, 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 four yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brutal! Um, hey, also, uh, PJMOL general manager Mike Riley has made personal phone calls to Bill Kenwright. And to Frankie Lamps to apologise after their crap VAR decision the other the other night, where they awarded they didn't award Everton a penalty against Manchester City. Yeah, is that helpful to anyone? <laughs> Extraordinary. I any of that? I think they should have done a video, very serious Mike Riley video. <laughs> just want to apologise for everything that I've done. Or just an Instagram post. Yeah, and yeah. then other referees are you know. Stick at it, bruv. They should, they, no, they should sing. Hold your head high. They should sing Imagine. They can all yeah. sing yes. one word each. And Bill, Gail Gadot in that as well. Does Bill and Frank get to kind of, do they get to check VR whether they accept the apology or not after the event? Mm. It'd be sort wonderful if they, were, if they were that petty about it. Oh, we've got to check if we accept your apology. <laughs> yeah, give me a second. Just him walking off. <laughs> yeah. Click oh, we, the telly. We said no. So <laughs> you are. Unlucky. It is elegant to accept people's apologies, isn't it? You should. You know, if people are truly sorry, you should accept that. But Frank, mm. it can be quite annoying though. Useful here, does it? Because because mm. sometimes people apologise for their own peace of mind, and you're like, no, no, I want you to hold this. Yeah, mm. suffer more. Do you, I, I think this is? It's weird. I, I don't think this is necessarily a good precedent. Don't apologise. No. Never apologise. Never explain. Who said that? I don't know. One, I don't know. Um, Terrible guys. Yeah, <laughs> Boris Johnson. <laughs> but the, the um, I, I understand why they, because they wanted a conversation mm. with them. And so they would have explained, even if it was, if they admit to it being an incorrect decision, you can explain the workings, can't you? And I suppose the fact that it's become public now is just going to mean that so many other people are going to demand, you know, apologies and conversations. I don't know why they didn't release a statement. Um, that night, to be fair. Yeah. So, I didn't know why they had so to let drag obvious. on. Mm. It was so bloody obvious. King Charles I apparently said that. Oh. Things have changed, Charlie. Um, <laughs> Borough has, but Middlesbrough hosting Spurs. Uh, that kickoff is 7.55 kickoff time. Weird kickoff time fans. Um, uh, Chris Wilder jokingly accused Antonio Conte of copying his tactics in a recent <laughs> awards night. So we're interested to see how that plays out. Do you think Stephen Warnock will be uh, releasing an apology video? Vish for calling <laughs> for calling Liverpool style of Gagan Press Gangnam Style. No, he didn't. Gangnam Style. No, he didn't. That's he a mistake your mother would make. Style. <laughs> I mean, look. Oh, match who, of the day. <laughs> who's to say Gangnam Style isn't a legitimate defensive and offensive player? You're on your toes. It's an unnatural shape for a handball, sure, because you're doing the whip motion, but... I think it's fine. <laughs> they say for defending, though, that you should never be front on. You should always be uh, side on. And you don't want your hands above your head in the penalty box, do you? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, he also, and also, I'm not sure that he either way could claim that Jurgen Klopp invented Gangnam Style. So, Sai, you know, that's his name, isn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like by the end, he's got, you know, he's like got a horde behind yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. It'd quite, be quite hard to get through that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's You'd have to go over the top, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would. You would. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so FA Cup and Premier League for you tonight. Um, let's hope to see some similarly excellent scenes to the one in the Women's FA Cup on Sunday. Southampton's keeper Kayla Randall scored in the last minute of extra time. She is the goalkeeper. She scored with a quality header. Mm. Great header. She's sort of great... jumping backwards as well. Which I to quite take enjoyed. it to penalties. I like it. They subsequently did lose to Ipswich 4-2 on pens. Oh, Kayla, yeah. why? We why? could have done without the trauma. It was worth it, though. No, that was very good. The <laughs> it's always angle. worth it. The camera angle was great as well. Yeah. yeah. You really feel like you're in amongst it. Yeah, you mm. do. Yeah. Mm. You've like yeah. shoulder to shoulder. What a player. Um, with all that in mind, maybe you can, I don't know if they're going to dissect that too fully, but hope so on today's Upfront. Flo, Rachel and Chloe are talking about the US Women's National Team's settlement of their contract dispute with US Soccer, uh, which is their, it's their first chance to get a pass of that since it was announced last week. Uh, if you remember, we talked about it on the Rumble. Uh, they speak to Rachel Buckman from the Wall Street Journal, who gives a really good explainer on the whole situation. So that one's very much worth a listen. Mm. Subscribe to Football Ramble Presents if you haven't already. All right, Pete, time to get out of here. Sorry, what? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to say anything because he's just going to cut it and use it against me. I think that's a sensible call from you, you to be honest. good games, have you? <laughs> <laughs> Are we ever going to be able to leave? No. Let me leave. Get out of here. Let me leave, Donaldo. Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Money night of shit. <laughs> On tomorrow's show, it is Marcus, it's Jim, and it's Andy Brassel to knock some sense into your ears if you would like it. Yeah, yeah. I just would wish everyone a happy Ides of March. <laughs> Say goodbye to the listeners. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to today's Football Ramble. It's part of the ACAST Creator Network. If we all made ourselves into a thicket, we'd be the Football Bramble, wouldn't we? <laughs> Fuck, that's terrible. Spell was yes, that. <laughs> if there was a show, if we did like a show before the main one, it'd be the Football Preamble. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.